review of yesterday's daf. Yesterday was number 109. Today is 110. 110. So what did we learn yesterday? Uh, first of all, we are learning Lilinishmas Moshe David Ben, Naftali Yosef Alevi, Kraina Bas Tzvi Ze'ev, and also Sara Bas Simcha. Okay, Lilinishmas. Okay, and with that, let's get right to today's to the review of yesterday's daf. We started off yet. What? We're reviewing 109 now. Which is Kuftes. Kuftes. Okay, so we start, and we're starting our review. Uh, it's four lines up on the bottom of the page on 108 on Kufches. And um, the rabbis learned that everybody is obligated in the Dalit Kosos. Um, and it doesn't matter. Um, it says uh, everybody, this is men, women, and children. So on that review, the disagrees. He says, what's the purpose in giving children wine? They're not mechuyav in mitzvahs. So he says, therefore, rather you do other things to engage the children. You give them can- the things that they like to eat. Klayos, which is like toasted grain um, and nuts. Um, on Erev Pesach so that they should not fall asleep and they should ask questions. Um, it is said about Rabbi Akiva that he would give out these things to the children on Erev Pesach so that they shouldn't fall asleep and they should ask questions. Also, um, we saw in the Bryce, Rabbi Lezer said that they would even grab the matzahs from the children on Leil Pesach. Again, the purpose is that the children should not sleep and they should ask questions. So we saw in the bright side that Rabbi Kiva, he never would say it's time to close the, you know, close the Gemara and go home from the base Medjush, except for Pesach and Erev Yom Kippur. The reason why Erev Pesach is because they need to be awake by the Seder, um, so they need time to rest, and also the children as well as on Erev Yom Kippur where there's a mitzvah for everyone to eat specifically on Erev Yom Kippur. We saw that a person needs to make his uh, children, family help, happy on the holiday. And that's the mitzvah. So how does one fulfill that? So the Tanakhama says, with your wine. But uh, Rebuda says that each according to what works for them. So for men, it's wine. For women, it's, uh, in Bavel, it's the colored clothing. In Eretz Yisrael, it's the white clothing, the iron clothing. Um, each according to their own. Uh, Rabbi Yudhva Maseira said that during the time of the Beis Migdash, when it was around, the Simcha was the meat of the carbon Shlamim, and that was the fulfillment of Simcha. Now that we don't have Beis Migdash, so there's only Simcha with wine, and that's Yangin Samach Levav Enosh, that wine gladdens the heart of man. We saw how much wine you have to use, so there was a story of Yitzchak said that there was a measure of wine in, uh, 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 that they used for the, for the fish juice, and that measure was exactly um, a full log, and therefore if you divide that to four, it would be um, a revius for, you know, uh, for each cup, and that's the right shear. Rabbi Yochanan said that there was a, the old measure in Severia is a revius more than the regular measure, and if you use that, and you, whatever's left over will be the revias of Pesach, and that's how you get the Shia revias. That's how you make sure 
and that's the make sure that everybody's um, drinking a proper revius, and that's that. Oh, we did see that um, Rav Chizda says that the revius of Torah, uh, what's the size? It's one. It's two fingers by two fingers with a height of two fingers and a half a finger and a fifth of a finger. And the way to figure that out is based on the b'risa. It says that a mikvah, um, the sheer mikvah, is something that would cover the entire body of a person. Um, and because the puzzle says, bamoyim, meaning that he needs to be kob bamoyim. His entire body is covered with water. And we have a, a rule that if, the, if it's one amma by one amma, with a height of three amas, so then a person can crouch down and fit into that and be fully in, encased in water. And uh, the Chachamim said that that is a shior of 40 saw. Well, um, from there you can actually extrapolate how big is a revius haluk, and that's because we know that, um, that every uh, saa um, it, uh, basically six kavim, a kav is four log, so there's 24 log in each saw. So if you work your way down and you break it down in the size of the ama by ama, um, uh, basically then you can actually slowly work your way down to see how big and how is the area of... Um, how big is the area of one of uh, of of a revius halog, which we said comes down to because because the, the height of an ama, as we know, breaks down to tefachim, and from tefachim it breaks down to fingers because every tefach has four fingers, and um, and if you figure it out, then you'll see that basically um, that that's what the shear is. Um, the way the the way the gemara figures it out is basically. Um, it divides the full height, which is 18 tefachim tall. If it's an amma by an amma by eight by by three amas, that's three amas is the same as 18 tefachim tall. If you break that that into 16 tefachim, that means that two of those tefachim you're gonna subdivide and put into each of these. So um, um, so basically, every tefach will be a tefach and. Uh, uh, and a, and a, with a, and a half a finger because remember there's four fingers um, in each tefach. There's two tefachim left over from the 16. You're putting those two tefachim into the 16 um, that, that divides evenly if you divide it by half. So it's two. So it's a, a, every tefach and a half is a, a half a finger and a half an etzba. It will be um, is, is the measure. Um, and for that height um, in the ama al ama, we said it'll actually come out to a saw and a half because that also, if you divide it into sixteen, you're taking the forty saw and dividing it by. Um, I don't know if you're following this calculation, but if you take forty saw and you divide the forty saw into sixteen parts, that's also going to be um, for for every tefach. Uh, so every every one of these every one sixteenth is uh, one saw and a half. Okay, because thirty two plus another eight is is is, is uh, so it's and a half. So it's one and a half in each 
um, in each one sixteenth height of this of this year. Anyway, if you subdivide that into boxes, you can get you can actually figure out how much is in um, a square two fingers by two fingers by two fingers uh, plus a half plus a fifth, and that's what we got to the shear of how big is a reviews halok. That's just basically what the basic calculation. Next, we saw. Is uh, Rav Ashi said that the Rav in Barchina said that the Shulchan of the Beis Hamikdash had to have been one that came apart because there's no way that it could fit into a mikvah because you can't fit an ama into an ama. The Gemara says that that's not really a question because there was a much bigger mikvah that was available, the Amshel Shlomo, which contained, which was ten ama, had a ten ama diameter, and it held one hundred and fifty. Kosher mikvos. So, the Gemara. Okay, and that took us to the next halacha, which is that you can't give him less than four kosos, um, even the poor man. So the question is, how did the rabbis establish four cups of wine, knowing that that can be dangerous, because it falls into the category of zugos, which, as we will see in today's daf, zugos is something that when you drink a pair of of drink or food, um, it can be harmful to you. So, where, how is this legal? So, we, this, the que- that's the question. How would the Rabbanon be misakin something that can be harmful? So, Rav Nachman's answer is, is that there's nothing to worry about because it's Leil Shimurim. And Leil Shimurim means it's a night that we're protected from any damaging um, power, and that's why there's nothing to worry about. Rava says that uh, in general the kosher bracha, which is the one from Birchas Hamazon, is only mitzdar flatova, not lera. So it helps make it an odd number and never uh, adds to it to be an even number. So therefore, once we have the third cup of wine, is our kosher bracha, is nothing to worry about, and that's the answer. Um, of Rava. And Ravina says that these four kosos were established by the Rabbanon, and each one is its own standalone mitzvah, and therefore it's not a problem because it's not like you're having four cups, you're having one cup four times. Exactly. They don't combine. They don't combine at all. Right. Each one is its own chiv. We did uh, discuss the, 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 this idea of the danger of having uh, zugos. We said that you can't eat two things, you can't drink two things, you can't wipe yourself twice, and you can't uh, have relations twice. The question is, having relations twice is also the same as having one and one, because it's not really, um, it it wasn't the intention from the beginning, because each time after you have relations, you you satisfied your desire for that time. You create, you have new desire, that's a different thing. So therefore, that's a question on, the, on this concept. So Abayi says, well, it does, the, but that's not what it's saying. It's saying is, is that anytime you, you do something that's a zug, that's a double, so then if you would have relations after that, that can be harmful because that's where you're weakened, you're in a weakened state and it could be harmful for you. And that is where we left off. And we'll stop our review over here.